because all the other ones are kind of Disney like, okay, yep, come get this going. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spotlight Series. We are in June, which means we are doing anime movies. And so, uh, me and my buddies, we have opened, broke the seal on the Miyazaki just <laughs> rapping, and we are now in Miyazaki month, honestly, watching some really, really, really good ones. So, we watched Princess Mononoke this week, uh, one of the absolute, uh, really pretty awesome ones. Uh, it's not my personal favorite. That's Kiki's Delivery Service. That's the best one ever, but that's just me. Uh, but it's funny. This was supposed to be Miyazaki's final film, but then it did really good, and Studio Ghibli got way more popular outside of Japan. He's like, oh, I'll stay a little bit. And it spirited away. And then he's like, I'm out, y'all. And then he came back like 20 other times. So I think right now he's just doing like writing. I don't think he directs anymore, but I know on From Up on Poppy Hill, uh, so good. his son was a director and he helped with the, with the plot of it or the writing. So it just depends on what they're doing. So I learned that James Cameron, he cites this movie as an inspiration for Avatar, the blue one, not the, not Ong. <laughs> the all right movie that wasn't called avatar that was called the la- yeah that was called the last airbender Otis. it wasn't even called avatar so yeah, you, you know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> uh harvey weinstein boo uh he wanted to highly edit and cut down the film because he thought two hours and 17 minutes is a little too much for an animated film fuck this guy fuck and then guy. miyazaki was like quit it and they fought for a long time and then weinstein just gave up <laughs> And so Miyazaki was real, really excited. He's like, I won, I won. Uh, the movie, it actually replaced E.T. as the biggest grossing film in Japan until Titanic. But uh, it, this is a very loved film. Uh, Neil Gaiman, he actually worked on the script. So it's not a full one-to-one translation from Japan. Uh, he helped Americanize a lot of phrases and things that they say. And uh, actually, he wasn't the first choice Harvey Weinstein actually went to Quentin Tarantino first to help with the script and the plot. But then he was like, nah, I'm not the one for this. And then gave it to Neil Gaiman. So that worked out. Uh, San, the one of the main characters, she was an inspiration for Ahsoka in Star Wars. With their whole environment situation and how they fight and stuff. So it worked out. And let me see. Uh, not as many colors as Akira. Because I want to say Akira is around, what, 600? Well, Akira did all that crazy shit and, like, invented new colors specifically for the movie. Yeah. Well, Nobody I mean, else was doing that. I mean, they're no slouch in this one. They used 550 different colors in this film. I, th- I want to say Akira was... More, yes. Yeah, obviously more. So uh, that's all I really got for this film. So we'll get through the plot. Uh, a real... S- <sighs> I want to say it's simple. It's really not that simple. There's a lot of bad guys and not good guys. Mm-hmm. So and this one's really weird because uh, Miyazaki, he wanted to make sure that there wasn't a solid good guy. Well, yeah, a solid good guy or bad guy in this film. There are people that have goals and things they're trying to take care of. And you might see someone as a villain in one part, but then it's like, oh, but they're doing that and helping these people out. So maybe they're not that bad. But then they do things. I'm like, well, they just killed that thing. So maybe they are kind of bad. So I, I really enjoy that. In a lot of his films, he tries not to have just a, a villain just like twisting their mustache and giggling as they hop into the hot air balloon <laughs> to get away. <laughs> so I actually really enjoy that. 
about his films. So uh, like always, we'll get through this film and talk about it and stuff. We'll go through favorite, least favorites. So this is a actually a ancient Japanese kind of feel. It's one of the only ones that he does back then. A lot of Miyazaki films are, I wouldn't say modern, but a lot more newer than a lot of them. But this one's way back in the day. And so uh, Prince Ashitaka, he gets a call that there is something really close to his town and he goes to investigate and it's a giant boar, well, monster. They find out later it's a giant boar, but it is covered in very creepy, wiggly things. And so he actually goes to fight it and he gets tagged by the corruption that is on this giant boar and he gets infected by it. And so um, the, what, the mage or of the town? I don't know what she was, the witch? Yeah. The elder. Like the yeah. elder. The village elder. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say witch. The village elder. <laughs> but the, the village <laughs> elder <laughs> tells Ashitaka that his fate is to die. He's like, yeah, you're going to die. I'm sorry, chief. But uh, there is a chance if he goes out into the world to investigate and find out what started this corruption and maybe there's a cure for him out there but the downside is he can't come back to his hometown so he's got to cut for whatever reason and leave yeah <laughs> hey. I, they, didn't, they didn't really make that clear as to why it was like well we you, you gotta go and you, you're gone forever you're dead to us now I'm like oh okay <laughs> yeah you're our last prince in like of like blood all the blood is like muddied except you you're pure and awesome but if you leave, we'll kill you if you come back. I'm like, oh, cool. That's <laughs> yeah, after, after she was sitting there just playing with her little rocks, like, oh, these rocks tell me the future. Yeah, she was, she was playing dice. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was a click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah. seven, eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to go. Right. Ashitaka, he cuts his hair and he heads off on his deer. I can't remember the deer's name. Yeah, cool. What's his name, Steve? Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, his it's like an antelope deer horse thing. yeah uh probably one of the best friend horses you'll see in something i like the horse from shadow of the colossus aggro he's a really good horse he went through a lot in that game <laughs> but mm. this horse goes through a lot too so uh he heads and it doesn't out. turn out to be helping the bad guy so mm. yeah Fuck right? aggro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shadow of the colossus is good um ashitaka he actually realizes that the corruption in his arm makes him super strong <laughs> and so he actually gets uh he shoots an arrow to save some people and lo and behold he decapitates a man and takes another guy's arms off <laughs> it's uh so it's really weird and so he tries to keep it at bay using cold water and stuff like that but it's slowly infecting his body and it's gonna kill him at some point so he's very much on a rush he meets was it jigo I think yes. it's Jigo. Yeah. Yeah. So he meets Jigo. A, he looks like a monk when you first meet him, but he has many jobs and titles in this movie. <laughs> uh, and he kind of leads him in the right direction. Uh, he leads him. Well, he tells him that the, the force spirit might be able to help him with his situation and leads him close to Irontown. And so we see that Irontown is led by Lady Aboshi, and she is fighting off an attack by giant wolves <laughs> and they use their giant like i want to say pistolas but they're gigantic cannon like shoulder mounted guns <laughs> mm -hmm. and fighting them off 
And the wolves are actually being led, well, not really led, but second in command by a little girl, a teenage girl. She's right on one of them. Her name is Sun 805. And uh, the head wolf gets just completely blasted with the cannon and falls off the cliff. <laughs> and they're like, we did it. We killed the, the wolf goddess. And like, nah, it takes more than that. He's like, okay. So you find out in Irontown that uh, Lady Eboshi, she is clearing out the forest. So she kind of waged a war against nature and against other factions because they want what she has. Like they mine for iron and this place is really prosperous. And so everyone wants to attack it and take it over. And so by fighting against nature, a ton of animals and spirits don't like that. And so she's fighting against humans and animals the whole time. But uh, it seems like she is a villain with that. But then you find out why she's doing it. She's one of the only few people that helps out all the lepers in, that come close to town. And she gives all of the like ladies of the evening, the whores, a chance to not have the whores. Yeah, not to sell their bodies. And so they actually. I yeah, love that about her character. Yeah, they, she rescued. Yeah, she rescued all the girls from the local brothels and was yeah. like, "Hey, you can come work for me and be a craftsman." <laughs> yeah, so it's actually pretty cool. She's she's a pretty good person, I will say. There are some situations where she does bad things, but like I said, she has a goal and she's going that way. So uh, Ashitaka talks to her and learns that the iron ball that was inside of the boar came from. Her place and she and he actually finds out that lady boshi she led the attack on the boar and caused him to go crazy and attack him and corrupt him and so he is very pissed off about the whole situation with lady boshi and she's like my bad like kind of in the way i'm sorry bud so uh while that's going down and ashitaka is helping out the ladies of the evening with their smelting situation uh, there is an attack. So San came back with her wolf brethren and she actually gets into the town. And so she is super quick and getting past everybody. And her goal is to kill Lady Eboshi because if they take her out, nature will have a good chance of surviving this whole situation. And so while they're fighting, Ashitaka wants to find a peaceful method to get through all of this. And so he doesn't want to kill San. He doesn't want to kill Lady Eboshi. He wants everybody to live and get through this. And so, like I said, there's different sides to this argument. Uh, even Ashitaka's method isn't all that smart because he's like, don't fight, don't fight. We'll figure this out, but don't kill each other. I'm like, it's, it's kind of going to have to be. Someone's going to have to die to, for this to work out. But, you know, he's, he's a nice dude from a tiny little town. So um, during the fight, Lady Boshi and San fight, wives of some dudes that died earlier because of the attacks uh, they get a couple of shots on sun she has a mask she takes a shot straight to the face and blows off her mask and she's getting beat up uh, ashitaka comes in knocks out sun and lady aboshi and he's like i'm leaving with with this girl and you can't stop me and they're like close the doors and he's like i'm leaving i'm leaving out the door i came out of he takes a shot to his chest well off to the side and uses his super strength to open the gate, which is impossible for one person. But he opens it up and walks off like a G, bleeding way too much blood. <laughs> so he rides off on your cool and blacks out from the loss of blood. And Sun actually is about to kill him. And then he wait, he opens his eyes and is like, wow, you're really pretty. And she's like, Bleh. 
and <laughs> she's taken aback <laughs> by his <laughs> by his nice words and actually takes him to to this sweet forest uh for him to heal yeah he put them them two ladies down though when they were trying to fight he's like i'm tired of your shit punch both in the gut (laughs) okay so the uh ashitaka uh busted up ashitaka he actually gets to see the forest spirit and it saves his life it actually heals him uh it doesn't take super creepy looking yeah that face that was really really weird looking i'd have swung at that thing it was scary (laughs) it was a deer with like a a human face and a, like a shit ton of horns on its head. It was strange. Yeah, and it starts walking. It's just killing everything and then making things grow. Just let that get into your face. Like, how's it going, Steve? I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets healed by um, the forest spirit. And it's really nice. But like I said, it's corruption doesn't get taken away. So he hasn't done enough to get all that fixed up. So um, the animals led by Okoto. Uh, the Boar Clan, they meet up with the wolves and they're like, hey, we're going to do this last ditch effort and we're going to take out the humans to save nature. And the wolves at first aren't really that keen on the plan and they kind of want to go over it. But the Boar people have numbers. And so Koto is an old blind leader. And so he's like, we got this, man. We got this. So Aboshi. Well, they were they were yeah, they were more. They were more willing to just like it doesn't matter, man. We're all gonna die, so we might as well just like try to kill them before we die. Yeah. Kind of thing. And the wolves are like, "That's dumb." And the boys are like, "Nah, that's how it's gonna be." Nah, it's easy. We got this. With with Keith David's sweet voice being a Koto, right? Oh man, so awesome. <laughs> so uh, Jigo tells Aboshi that the Emperor wants the God's head, and so that's the game plan. And she wants to give the God's head to the Emperor for protection against Lord Asano. And so, like I said, everyone's got a goal, a thing they want to do. And according to the legend, the forest spirit's head gets you immortality. And so, I, I mean, I guess if in a world where there actually are spirits, that's probably a pretty reasonable thing <laughs> to want to get, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the emperor, the emperor's looking for ways to become immortal. And he's like, hey, this thing could make you. And he's like, well, I guess I got to get that head now. Yeah. I mean, in a world where... The, things yeah i guess it's reasonable so uh ashitaka he actually recovers from his wounds oh when the boars come in and have their little meeting with the wolves uh, ashitaka is just laying on the ground <laughs> he's like hey quit that be peaceful and they're like shit up little man <laughs> yes so uh ashitaka he discovers that iron town is getting attacked by the samurai and so lady boshi jigo and a lot of the stronger fighters have snuck off with a plan to take out the Force Spirit. And so um, all the Hoors are defending Irontown. And so he, uh, Ashitaka, heads off to try to stop Lady Eboshi. Uh, so Jigo's men trick Okoto to lead them toward the Force Spirit. And so what they do is take out a ton of the boars with landmines and explosives, the one weakness of a boar <laughs> running into just fire. And so oh, they t- also they uh, also don't tell they also don't tell the people that work in Irontown that he planted those landmines, so half of them get blown up yeah. by it too. Uh, it's very much a very sloppy plan, but hey, it takes care of a lot of the boys. Uh, Lord Okoto is be lapidated, but still alive. So Jigo's men use the skin of the boars and are like, "Hey, 
hey, we're back. And Okoto is like, hey, my men are back from the dead. Let's do this. And leads them straight to the forest spirit. And San is like, no, that's not your man. Like, come on, just look at him. And he's like, I'm blind. I can't. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. So <laughs> uh, Okoto leads them straight to the forest spirit. And then uh, Ashitaka is in the same area. And it all just goes to pot at this point. And the forest spirit is turning. And so when what day turns to night, night turns to day, changes form from a tiny little deer to a giant glowy hundred foot thing that just walks around. And I guess in this moment, it can be harmed, which yeah. I guess is the reasoning behind it. Yeah, when it's changing, it can be harmed. Because the four spirit part got shot in the neck. It freezes and stops for a second and just keeps walking. So they're like, okay, so I guess it's a little indestructible. But while it's changing into the big form, Lady Boshi straights just just hip shot, head shots. No, she shot. She used her eyes. I just like to think that she did a 360 no scope. <laughs> and straight destroys the forest spirit. And so they're like, yeah, we did it. They grab the head and they try to scoot off. Uh, the wolf spirit gets destroyed. Everyone's gone. Akoto is messed up and gets absorbed. Uh, and so the forest spirit loses its head. And then this ooze comes out of the body. And so anything that touches the ooze gets its essence just pulled from it and you die. And so now it's just a, just a run. Everyone's just scooting away. Uh, while this is happening, Lady Eboshi's right arm gets just nommed off by uh, the wolf spirit's head. head. So the head was just by itself and just- They said it, they said it earlier. Like she, she said it earlier. It was like you can cut a wolf's head off, but it, you can still bite you. Like yep. they, <laughs> so it gets foreshadowed. It. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Eats her head off. So while this is happening, Ashitaka and San they chase down Jigo, and they actually get the head back because well, Jigo doesn't have a change of heart. They're just surrounded by this scary ooze, and he's like, like man, we went through all of this. Like we're fine, and it's like we're gonna die in a second. So they give the head back to the forest spirit. But I don't understand if they waited too long because night was turning into day and it didn't have its head in the right amount of time. And so it didn't no, matter. I think, I think it was it was going to die regardless, but also not die because they kind of said it's still there. Yeah. But it was just like it like it, it got its head back and it was like, oh, shit, it's turning into day. So let me just dive on top of the town. Like, let me just belly flop. Fuck. Shoot, shoot and start press Iron Town. <laughs> so uh the spirit dies but the form washes over the land and heals everything so hey the trees are back and ashitaka's curse is lifted hooray um the spirit's dead nature's well, the spirit of nature was, is dead. Cause, yeah, because even even he said he was like, no, the four spirit's not gone. It's, he's still here. I was like, so maybe he's just in a different form now. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Hell, I don't know. Uh, so Sun still isn't the biggest fan of humans, but she likes Ashitaka because like, they're pretty cool. And so he promises to visit her in the forest. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Lady Eboshi actually promises to build a better town. She's like, maybe I won't be such a like like a jerk. Maybe I don't have an arm. Maybe I learned something from this. Uh, <laughs> and the force begins to regrow. So, hooray. So like I said, the problem did get solved, kind of. But someone did have to die. 
Like, so Ashitak is playing didn't work out exactly the way he wanted, but the spirit is still around, I suppose. So, uh, what was everybody's favorite character, Princess Mononoke? Steve. Uh, I mean, Ashitaka was great. He's probably my runner-up. I'm actually going to go with Lady Eboshi. Uh, she was just kind of like a boss bitch. She was like, whatever, these are gods. These are giant gods. I don't give a fuck. I got this gun. Me and my pistol are going to take these motherfuckers out. She wasn't scared of these, like, of literal gods. She did, gave no fuck. She was like, nah, humans first. I'm taking care of I'm I'm helping these whores out. I'm helping these lepers out. I'm helping my town out. Get out, get out the way, because I need to do better. Because these motherfuckers are coming to kill me. So get out of my face. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't scared of shit. I was like, damn, you were kind of a hard ass. Like you just, oh, you 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 are a wolf god. Yeah, you did. Boar gods, pff, eat them for lunch. Four spirit, yeah, I'll blow your head off. I don't care. <laughs> she shot that motherfucker in the neck twice. That first time, just right through it. And she was like, oh, they didn't kill it? Mm-hmm. Got you. The Boom. face on the forest spirit when he took that first bullet through the neck. Like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, she might have been, you know, shitty and not respected nature at all. At all. But just the fact that she was like, nah, I'm just a human, but I do not fear these fucking spirits and gods. I was like, that's kind of a hard-ass move right there. And she was nice to, to other humans that weren't trying to kill her. So, I, yeah, I, I think she was my favorite. Ashitaka was a close second, but this, like, usually I, I used to hate her back in the day, but I watched it again. I was like, yeah, you're kind of a boss ass lady right there. So, <laughs> I'm going to go with her. Uh, Taco. I've, I, I really enjoyed, I like Maro, the, the wolf god, goddess. I really enjoyed just, they're they're it's it's weird how you know they they interact with people but like when um she was talking to ashitaka after they they kind of like brought him in after he was fucked up uh and she was like look i you you're you're here because you're cursed with this um you know, poison or whatever, but uh, I, I don't care. I will kill you. Stay away from my daughter and just, you got till morning. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I just, I, I, I like the way the wolves went about it. They were trying their damnedest to protect the the forest spirit and they were, they were, they were going into a like can't win battle, but they were also, uh, they weren't stupid like the boars were. The boars were just idiotic and uh, like they were, they were pretty close to being um, mindless beasts anyway, and they're trying to talk to them. I, I don't know. I, 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 I like, I, I like the wolves in this movie, and yeah. So like Morrow being their leader and San, all that stuff. I, I, I enjoy them a lot. I mean, go ahead, in, Katie. Uh, uh, was a Koto even said it. He was like, he was like, we're getting smaller and stupider. So it's time to just take the fight to the humans. That's why the boy was like, yeah, all, all my followers are just getting dumber. So fuck it. Might as well kill them before they just turn full beast. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Katie. Is she there? Okay, so my favorite character was uh, Ashitaka. He was the best. Um, I loved that he just cared about everything and everyone. He wanted the best for the forest. He wanted the best for the wolf the wolves and um 
Princess Mononoke. He wanted the best for all of the humans. He was just a generally great dude and he did everything he could to help save the day. And he was awesome. <laughs> Otis. Uh, so uh, obviously Ashitaka is always amazing, but I actually went with Lady Eboshi this time. Uh, even when I was younger, I understood her side of the whole story. And like I said, sometimes you, what the end justifies the means sometimes yeah. for some people. Uh, she did have to do some wild stuff, but it helped out a lot of people in Irontown. And I will say uh, she did some dastardly things in the end, but she needed the help and the promise of protection from the like emperor later on. Cause they're like, Hey, all these people really want my stuff. Hey, if you can help me out with this, like, yeah, I'll kill that thing, whatever. It makes my job easier. If that forest spirit is not around, and I can cut more of the forest down easy. Uh, it, it's, it's funny that it took her losing her right arm to be like, man, maybe I should be a little nicer. <laughs> but I don't have to destroy the entire forest in order to mine the iron. But Right. Hey, I'll, I'll just take a little bit out. But uh, like Steve said, uh, I've never seen a character just like, man, I think it's got to go. <laughs> just just ice. So many like, that's a spirit. You're not really supposed to kill a spirit like that. And she took that thing's head off and just like, well, she shot twice and finally killed the thing. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot that it was so legit how she killed it. I couldn't remember how it gets its head knocked off. And I was like, oh, she just. Oh, she yeah, she just straight shot. shot it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, shot it in the throat, and then it just kind of like popped. It popped his head off. <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> but no, uh, Lady Abo, she's absolutely amazing. Oh, uh, uh, honorable mention to the leader of the Aboshi women that held down the fort while Lady Aboshi was gone. Is Jada Pinkett Toki. voice? Yeah, she yeah, was Toki. awesome. Toki. I liked her a lot because she was talking smack to her husband. It was a crap dude, but uh, she was really funny. <laughs> she didn't take no crap from nobody. But uh, okay, let's do least favorite character, Steve. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with Jigo or Jingo, whatever the hell his name is. Billy Bob Thornton's character. Yeah, he pooped. Uh, yeah, I kind of forget. Like I, I hadn't seen this movie in like a decade, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember him. And I was like, oh look at that, he's nice, he's helpful. I was like, does he come back later? And then he did, and it was just underhanded and double crossing everybody. I was like, ugh, I didn't like him just because. And he had those stupid shoes with like the one piece of wood that he was somehow able Click to clack it. Yeah. <laughs> super, super fucking athletic on them shoes. It was ridiculous. But nah, I just I didn't like him just because he was playing every angle and looking out for his, his own interests more than everybody else's. And uh yeah, it took him. It was like, hey, look at that giant, you know, dead monster killing everything. I was like, why don't you give him its head back so it stops it? He's like, nah, I need this money. But he eventually did just because it became down to either give it back or everybody dies right now. So but yeah, I didn't like Jigo. He was the worst character. And it was Billy Bob Thornton, and that just didn't fit. Because it's Billy Bob Thornton's, like, country ass. And I'm like, well, that's clearly, like, a Japanese, like, monk. But all right. His, the voice was so weird. I was like, is that Billy Bob Thornton? I didn't think so. I thought, it was, I thought he was great. I thought he did a great job. He did, he did do a great I, job. It's just really Not fine. It wasn't a bad pick. It was just really funny because it's Billy Bob. And he's got a very distinct voice. And you're like, that doesn't look like a character. Yeah, but when this when this came out too, like nobody knew who Billy Bob Thornton was. Mm, like yeah. he he didn't stand out. Like because what like what was his big role? Like Sling Blade wasn't this yeah. before Sling Blade? Bad news bears. So 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I actually really enjoy his performance for this. I mean, most of the voice performances were really good, and they, like I said, they had a lot of big name people. Maybe not at the time, but if you look back at it now, you're like, wow, most of the main cast in this one are like pretty yeah. big names, especially for a, an animated Japanese movie. It seemed, yeah, seemed pretty, pretty cool that they got those those names. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Katie. Who's your least favorite? Uh, okay, my least favorite character was um, all the humans at the end of the movie that tried to kill the forest <laughs> spirit. So not any one person, just all of them for being greedy, trash people. They were horrible and they didn't care that the entire forest would just get destroyed and the town would get destroyed by this crazy sludge and everybody was going to die. They didn't care. They were like, F it. They didn't know. Well, the second they cut off his head, stuff started getting crazy and they wouldn't give it back to him. Like, come on. You could have solved that, you know, 20 minutes ago. Instead, you just run around this forest with that head in a basket, like making a mistake, making yeah. a mistake. So yeah, all Lady, of those humans Lady Bush, she said it earlier. She was like, we may kill, we're going to kill the forest spirit. I don't know what's going to happen when we do, but we still going to kill it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. She didn't care what was going to happen. Just but then she be, got an arm ripped just off. Just to be greedy like, humans. So they could, so they could get more iron to, to mine. Yeah, you gotta scuttle. If you do bad stuff, you gotta get away. Like, uh, let's get out of here. Okay. <laughs> uh, me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gigo. He's poop. Yeah, Steve said everything I was gonna say. He's a garbage villain. So, and, and like I said, everyone had a goal, but even from the beginning, I didn't like him. Even the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't like that guy. And then he's like, Yo, I'll see you later. And he's like, I'm gonna kill that guy. <laughs> Then he gets the head. He's like, I'm not giving it back. That's stupid. And he's like running away. People getting just demolished behind him. He's like, I'm going to get away. Uh, yeah. Jigo's poop. So uh, Tago. For me, it's this. It's the samurai as a group. Those guys, those guys were a bunch of jerks. They were like, when you first come across them, they're like slaughtering a village and like people are running away and they're just like catching up to them. Like, yeah, yeah, get it. And just chopping people up. It's really fucked up. And then you you know you come find out that they're making their way towards Iron Town to capture them. They're just they're just a bunch of dicks, and you know like I like they're I, I I enjoy all the other characters in this movie. They all serve a purpose, and they're you know they're I think they're well done. Samurai are just shit. Yeah, it, it was kind of like it's not the you know I mean you know I'm a an American idiot kind of thing. I don't know like the, all the samurai history or story, but I always thought the samurai were like the heroes of Japan. I thought they were, I thought ah. most good guys. Nah. Well, to, to an extent, if money's involved, then they're like, yeah, whatever I'm doing is the right thing. <laughs> I, I did laugh really hard when those two samurai were coming at uh, Akitashi and he was like, y'all need to leave. And yeah. they were like, get him. He shot that one dude, knocked his head off. Boop. Yeah. And his friend was like, nope, done with this. And just turned <laughs> his horse around and ran off. <laughs> he was like, nope, he just lopped John's head off. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, he fucking fired that thing. It just freaking clean off. You can yeah, see the first the- samurai he shot, he just like took his arms off at the freaking elbows. Yeah. 
pinned it yeah. to a pinned him to a a, a, a tree. <laughs> yeah, those, the samurais were a bunch of jerks, and they just they were super greedy and super shitty. So I I I didn't feel I didn't, I didn't like them. All right, Otis. Uh, yeah, so let's do seven word synopsis. So I just came up with one. It's some movies, like, I'll sit and just enjoy it, and I don't even think about my seven. Cause I usually try to type them up. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of kind of the way I do it. I'm like, yeah. Ah, fuck. <laughs> so uh, my, my only one I had is uh, Lady Boshi really wasn't that bad. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was seven in my head. No, she wasn't really that bad, but she was kind of. Uh, maybe my last word should be kind of. Uh, Katie. Okay. Uh, humans suck, and we hate nice things. Yeah. Um, and anime version of Fern Gully, better animation. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it looks better. But yeah, but Akitashi was playing both sides. He wasn't like Fern Gully. Where he was just like, I'm on the side of trees. He was like, Nah, I want everybody to survive this, and we need yeah. to just be cool. <laughs> Such unbelievable goals. He's like, Hey, stop fighting. We can solve this. Like, now nah, we can't, Chief. Someone's got to die. <laughs> yeah, you're you're new. You don't know the situation. Go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve, I got two. Uh, humans come first, no matter the cost. Uh, Lydia Boshi's apparent motto. Uh, and number two. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tree huggers fail the forest, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Because the forest grew back kind of at the end. So it was like, yeah, you kind of failed because the forest spirit died and, you know, most of the, the smart animals are gone now, but, like, it, it's not a complete loss. Yeah. We won? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Taco. Wolf girl gets blasted in her Majora's mask. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, she, she got demolished. <laughs> she got shot. Man, that just when she shoots her and it just bow and she falls backwards. That that was hilarious. I, yeah. I don't know. It, it just like the animation right there when she takes that shot to the face. It's it's yeah. it's really great. She's bah! That wife was like, you killed my husband. She's like, you think I care about who? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's do the budget. So this film came out July 12th, 1997. Good gravy. Uh, so what do you guys think the budget for this awesome film was? Katie? $12 million. $12 million. Steve? I'm going to go 15. 15. Taco. I'll do 20. 20. So the budget for Princess Mononoke was $23.5 million. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you I can honestly tell. think. For, huh? There was like the animation in this is really good. And it's so really it's, good. And yeah. the voice acting is also really well done. So Yeah. They've got some really good people for it. So, yeah. The money is just. But, you know, they're going to make it back. So uh, what do you guys think the box office for Princess Mononoke was? Well, yeah, this I, released in theaters. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so it came out a little bit later because they were trying to find the right combination to get the script down. So they got Neil Gaiman. It took a little bit longer and they found uh, it was Miramax. And I forgot the other company. They did a joint effort. I want to say it wasn't Disney. It might have been Disney. 
Uh, they came up with a plan and then it came out. So it did come out later. Okay. 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 I'm going to say uh, 60 mil. 60 million. Steve? Uh, damn, that's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> 70. 70 million. 70. Taco? I'll go with 50. 50. Uh, well, Taco, you really should have went with went over Steve. So the box office won $169 million. Oh Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that, made that was so much more. money. I okay. was not expecting that. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, I don't remember it being in the, I don't remember anything about this until it was on HBO. Like later. I, yeah. yeah. So no. the thing was like in Japan, it did absolutely amazing. And then when it came over here, like it just caught on like it it's one of those films that just it just worked and i, I want to say maybe like the word of mouth and stuff but a lot of people thought it wasn't going to do that well but then uh, go figure <laughs> like a lot of people watched it uh it's on I, ton- lot, I, bet a, I was like i bet a lot of parents took their kids expecting some disney like happy time movie and they're like what what is happening in this movie? Oh my god! Yeah, uh, when the first dude's head came off, I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> I forgot people get demolished in that movie really quick, and I was like, "Oh god." Uh, but no, it's. I remember uh, when we got to school, like, was it middle school or high school, when people were talking about this movie, and like, "Yo, you gotta watch it." And I had people. I was at some party, and I watched it for the first time. It's absolutely amazing. So it makes sense that, I mean, it made some good change. So, uh, yeah. and go figure. That's why I said this movie helped Miyazaki not super retire. He's like, I'm done. I'm done after this movie. Oh, it made that much. Maybe I'll stay a little bit longer. Uh, and every movie he does, like Spirited Away, he's like, I'm done after Spirited Away. Oh, it did that good. Yeah, maybe I'll stay a little bit longer. So yeah. here's, uh, here's Howl's Moving Castle. Here's Ponyo and all the other movies. He's yeah, been uh, they're just tossing out bangers after bangers. Uh, but like I said, Miyazaki, it, it's going to take a real stinker for him to be like, OK, I'm going to go to bed for real. <laughs> but it, it's weird. Like I was talking about, like when people say they're retired from something, but they still can physically do it. It's like, what do you do? Like you make you, you make animation and you're like, you're just going to sit at home and just eat a sandwich. You're like you can still do it. So I don't know. I would keep going until I couldn't like hold a pen, but I'm different. But uh, obviously Miyazaki, he's like, I'm gonna come back and do it some more. So uh, anybody have anything else to say about Princess Mononoke? Yeah, this was like, I think I said it last week. This was like the first, I remember seeing this on HBO when we were kids, because I was 10 when this movie came out. So shortly, like it was before 2000. This was like that, that first movie that I realized that anime wasn't just shonen or dragon ball basically because you know but at that point the only anime i watched was like dragon ball or sailor moon and all the shit on like the kids shows um and this was like the first time i was like oh oh this isn't just for children like this this was way more adult than any of the anime i had watched at that point and this one is not this one's pretty tame compared to some of the hardcore fucking brutal shit that they put out but studio ghibli doesn't go that dark with their stuff but this one is actually quite dark within a lot at a lot of time but yeah this was i like i love this movie when i first i was like oh this is I, this is a great movie and yeah it was the first time i saw that animated movies weren't just for children and yeah. i've watched plenty plenty of stuff since that's you know fantastic so but that was yeah this this one i'll i'll give that it was like yeah this one got me into yeah. it 
a lot. So it's it's really good. Yeah, you you said all the words I was gonna say. This is an absolute banger. Uh, if you haven't seen Princess Mononoke, you're doing yourself a disservice. It is worth the time. Uh, you know, it's two hours to at two fifteen, but yeah, I didn't feel it's it good. dragged. It moved no, pretty it, good. It really doesn't. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay, he's not here. It's fine. I can do it myself. So, if you have any cool Miyazaki facts, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. No, Allentown Presents. Uh, we have an email. It is allentownpresents at gmail.com. God, it feels so weird when you have to do everything. Uh, <laughs> we have a Facebook at Allentown Pod. So, uh, with the guys, we have one more anime film. We're going to decide what that is. And then we're going to move into, I want to say it's comic book movies next month. So, I'm very pumped about that. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. See ya.